0: Good morning, everybody. It is Monday, the 1st of June, and Wall Street on Friday was down 18 points. Our futures were down 24. We opened today down 50. And as I speak, the market is up 35. We are booming again, up 85 points. Good to see the travel trade going well again today. We're quite exposed to that. We've got Flight Center up 6.3%, Webjet up 5.6%. And the other feature today is a bit of a bounce back in CSL, which hasn't been doing terribly well recently. And a bit of strength in iron ore. The iron ore price was up about 5% overnight. There are worries about Brazilian production of iron ore as Vale has three mines, which are close to the hotspots of the pandemic in Brazil. And there's this idea that Poorer countries or countries with pockets of poverty and poor healthcare are going to find it a lot harder to get over the pandemic than more developed nations, and Brazil certainly one of those, so maybe the iron ore price will keep going. The Fortescue price has hit a record high today, BHP and Rio both up today as well. Uh, The banks have also, having jumped at 1.18% in four days last week, fell over on Friday, fell over first thing this morning, but are now all up, so a bit of a bit of strength in the bank sector also helping out today which is good. Otherwise, the strategy remains the same from Saturday. We're fully invested. We've still got weightings towards recovery sectors rather than safe or defensive or long-term quality sectors. Uh, we're still focused on things like the energy sector and the oil price up 5% overnight. OPEC have said that they're going to pull their OPEC meeting, their OPEC plus meeting forward to Thursday, it's only a virtual meeting, but it seems they have one agenda, which is presumably to get the oil price up and they're going to push production cuts out. They were supposed to, they agreed them in, was it April? And they were supposed to run till July and come off in July. It looks like they're gonna push those production cuts out another three months or so. So the oil price up 5% overnight, which uh, certainly suits our energy sector trade at the moment. Also helping this morning is the Chinese PMI numbers which were the highest since January. And the index number was over 50, which suggests expansion as opposed to contraction. And that, of course, is positive for the iron ore price as well. Also helping a little bit is the idea that Trump's press conference on Friday addressing Hong Kong and China was not as severe as expected. Negatives this morning include riots in the US, race riots in the US, which is never a good look. And also a rise in case numbers. Have a look at the chart in the newsletter which is from the Financial Times but you'll see case numbers are rising in a lot of countries France, Japan, India, Iran, South Korea, Israel, Pakistan, Peru, Chile and Mexico and Brazil is about to overtake the US in the average number of case numbers over a seven-day period. It's not really a, a good look. We still do clearly have a relapse risk although this morning the market doesn't seem to worry about that. Interesting statistic of the day is that the ASX200 is now down 13.04% for the financial year to date since June last year, and the S&P 500 is up 3.5%, and the NASDAQ against our market down 13%, the NASDAQ is up 18.53%. On the tech stock front this morning, there is a bit of interest in Zip Money. Z1P is the code expanding into the US. Morgans have research out this morning saying hold APT and buy Z1P. The other observation this morning as we went through the charts was that the Telstra chart is turning quite nicely. We looked at the broker research this morning and that shows the average broker target price is 18.6% below the current share price. Big stock, Not the sort of stock we'd hold for growth, but you might hold it for income, but doing okay On the diary this week, we've got the RBA on Tuesday. Philip Lowe has already said that the health outcomes have made it entirely possible, in inverted commas, that the economic downturn and the unemployment levels will be better than expected. We've got a first quarter GDP number this week, and we're expecting plus 1.4% year on year. Everyone knows the second quarter of this year is going to be a disastrous GDP number, but this is the first quarter GDP number, and it's for academics only. But the interesting part of it is if we can pop out a positive number for the quarter, the, the forecast is plus 1.4% year on year, but minus 0.3% for the quarter. If we do pop out a positive number for the quarter, the likelihood is, although the, the second quarter is going to be terrible, the likelihood is we will escape a recession, which is defined as two negative quarters on the trot. I mean, who cares really whether we have a slightly positive or slightly negative number, but uh, interesting that there is this idea that Australia might actually escape a recession despite COVID-19. We'll see that uh, GDP number later in the So that's about it from strategy. No real changes on Saturday, of course. We are neutrally weighted banks, overweight banks in income. We're overweight energy, overweight travel, the travel trade, overweight the resources sector and playing a lot of the recovery sectors rather than quality sectors with slightly underweight CSL, which makes us slightly underweight healthcare at the moment. And CSL's chart was one of the few that didn't look terribly good on the scan this morning. A couple of other things today. Henry did an interesting on-the-couch session with a technical analyst called Regina Miani. Have a look at that. I've re-put that in the strategy section today. And after that, Tony, who has been a great contributor on our Facebook site and is often emailing us, wrote an email summing up a lot of things that I entirely agree with about how you do investment. Have a read of that, and I've got a little interpretation at the bottom of that, an analogy with golf. Sorry about that, non-golfers. Also in the newsletter today, I have updated the All Ordinary Spreadsheet, and that you'll find in the newsletter. I have added recently to that broker recommendations, a number of buys, holds, and sells, and strong sells, and strong buys, and the consensus recommendation. You'll see that over to the right-hand side of that sheet. That's about it. Today it looks like another fabulous day in the Australian stock market. I I would just say to you, we go, do go through a lot of charts a lot of the time. We're not technically driven, but we do think timing is done using charts. There are that many stocks that if there weren't better stocks to buy, you'd be buying at the moment. The technical picture on most of the market is really very positive. There are very few stocks with sell signals. Those that are are probably quality stocks that you would hold long term, but short term they're just being ignored whilst the market recovers. I think you have to make the point the market is having a recovery rally. Yes, it could all end tomorrow, but whilst it's running, we do need to be fully invested. We are fully invested and I would suggest that you pay attention to the market at this point in time. If you are too sheepish, you'll never make money. This is not a time to be sheepish. This could possibly be the once in a decade buying opportunity that we just could not envisage as the market flew last year. But it's here now. The charts look great. So fully invested we are.